You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Transfer Portal Shear. I guess I should have said Shelby birthday share. Yes, it is Shelby's 30th birthday today. For the millionth time. Actually, Monday. Well, Monday. Mm-hmm. But your, people are listening to this pretty much on Monday. So, uh, yes, uh, birthday transfer portal. But Arizona men's basketball had a great day because they won their game tonight against Cal, who, as we previewed, not so great, though they hung in a little closer than I think we thought they would. Um, final score, did I say it already? 81 to 68. Let's go, baby. And it's also been a gross rainy day, so I'm kind of blah. Shelby turns into the, you know, like the Incredible Hulk, where like Bruce Banner's Bruce Banner, and then he gets super angry and turns into the Hulk. That's what Shelby is in the rain. Oh, yeah. Especially because this rain messed up my festival. Not happy about that. But it's cold, and this kind of rain, too. It's it's just very fine and misty. It's kind of hard to drive in. Everything is gray. Just sucks. So hopefully Will you be it's entering over. the transfer portal? I was thinking about entering the marriage transfer portal, but after we went through some really good the, negotiations, the, the NIL negotiations, and I only I got some really good uh, benefits. I've decided to stay in my current position as your wife. And I will not be entering the marriage transfer portal. Thank you. Um, so that's breaking news to everybody. I recommend everyone renegotiate your contract every year. Absolutely. I think it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about Arizona basketball. We are going to do a portal podcast, which yeah. I love saying. Portal podcast. There were I, Colby Cage, Jackson Turner, Keon Bars. I think there were only three that entered I know of at least six more that are entering the portal. Yeah, so we'll, we're thinking of doing the portal <laughs> podcast later this week. We'll wait. We're going to wait um, just because, you know, it's fun to have football news in December. And there's no other basketball game besides Vegas. Which um, we're super excited very about. Very excited about. I know there's a roll call going on on the message board. We'll, we'll we have, like, people want to meet us. Then we're going to, like, have a drink with some people. We'll figure it out. We're having dinner with some people. Now, I, what I would like to find out if we actually do, because we have been invited out before, and magically Jason's like, no. <laughs> I don't I'm like not people. Doing. I'm thinking of doing something at Sapphire. 
Okay. You don't know what sapphire is. That, is. Wait, is that the strip club? <laughs> you just oh, said okay. I don't know. You heard it here first. Shelby Whatever. wants to do a yeah, get-together. Yeah, with our 13-year-old daughter. With us. She'll stay in the room. Sapphire. No, Bring your bathing suits. doing that. <laughs> Gross. But that is for another podcast. Portal podcast is for another time because we're here to talk about the wrap-up of the game we saw today. Um, you said in our preview that anything but a blowout would be disappointing. Thoughts on how the game played out, Jason? Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, you, you thought early in the game that Arizona was just going to whoop them. They got up 10 early, and you're like, oh, yeah, we, we all know where this is headed. But it just never got there. And look, credit to Cal. They played hard. Um, you know, they, they played a, a, a solid game. They had a couple guys that went off offensively. You know, I warned about Devin Askew, and I said he's good. Uh, he played really well. Askew! The one that bothered me was Lars Thiemann. It, it felt like Arizona didn't even guard him, finished with 18 points. Kuwani Kuwani isn't good, finishes with 11 points. Grant Newell isn't very good, he needed 8 points, although he took 9 shots to get it. But, you know, you take a look at the stats, and it, it doesn't look like it should have been all that close. I mean, Arizona shot 49% of the f- from the field, which is good. It missed 30 shots, and 16 of them were from 3. Uh, they shot 29, 26 free throws compared to 8 for Cal. Good. They only turned the ball over 5 times. Good. I mean, they, they won the glass. Good. They had more bench points. Um, you know, they had more points in the paint. More they Statistically, it shouldn't have been that close. Um, you know, really, the, the, the difference was just that um, the, the threes. I mean, if Arizona shoots 10 less threes and, and makes 10 more twos or whatever it is, it's it's a blowout, but for whatever reason, Cal kept fighting back. And, you know, it's also, I think, one of the reasons why it was so close is because Arizona went brain dead a few times and I believe fouled a three-point shooter four times. There were two four-point plays in the game. That's eight points. That's So it's like, you know, it was just one of those games, but, you know, a win is a win. And and I, I think that that's kind of the, the message moving forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like an exciting win. It was one of those where... You win, you saw that Arizona won, they were favored by 24. There's more concern than joy over beating a team that Arizona was supposed to beat handily. Okay. Uh, well, this is something that we, we've been surprised about. We had conversations about Pella before this season. Um, we had high expectations. Is it time to worry about him? And how would you handle everything? Well, being uh, one of the best members of the basketball media to ever hit this city, I asked the question about Pell Larson, and I said... First of all, I like that humble brag. Right. Okay. Well, I said one. I didn't say the oh, best. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I think it's me and Michael Luke are probably the best. I like Brian. Yeah. You know. But it's me. Oh, right, right. You, the person I'm married to. Right, I stay humble. Okay. This is part of the negotiation for NIL, Shelby. Right, I forgot. I'm supposed to always pick You build me up. Okay. You don't break me down at all. You just build me up until I'm I'm something that no one can handle. Because you're my buttercup. Oh, honey. <laughs> anyway, so I asked Tommy, and Tommy was basically like, look, if Pell is my biggest concern, I don't really have many concerns. And um, I, I, someone posted my boy Jules, my 14-year-old buddy Jules, Posted on the message board that like he would bring Pell off the bench. And I know Mike posted, should you bring Pell off the bench? And the thing with that and making that decision at this point of the season is that confidence is very iffy, right? And if Cedric Henderson is playing well off the bench, why would you switch that? 
like if you like his points and all that. Now you're making your bench, which has a spark because of Cedric Henderson, and now you're putting a guy that's struggling as your main guy off the bench. I just think you have to let Pella play through it. Now, if it becomes a situation where it's January 1st and you've played a bunch of games against teams that you should win and some other difficult games and Pella still hasn't responded, maybe when that that calendar turns, you, you kind of look at making a change. But um, I, I think that the thing that Tommy likes about Pella is that he plays his ass off. There's never an effort question with Pella. Sometimes you almost feel like he plays too hard because he's always getting hurt. Um, he had eight points, four rebounds, turned the ball over once. He wasn't necessarily awful today, but you want him to make more of an impact. But I'm the guy where I, I worry. Remember, these are kids. And if this was the NBA, you would be like, you can't bench a guy because you're, you're paying him a bajillion dollars. But this is different. They're still kids. And, um, you know, it, it's I, I wouldn't bench him. I think you're really, it's a thin line between losing your confidence and just struggling a little bit. And I think right now Pella's just struggling. I, I think he'll get back on track. I think this week, a full week of practice will be good for him. But is it time to worry? I mean, maybe a little bit, but is it a full-on concern for me? No. I, You know, I, we saw him earlier in the season, and he's hit a rough spot, and that happens to guys. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll see what happens here against maybe, Indiana moving forward. Maybe he's just saving it all for the NCAA tournament, and he's going to just explode and be, like, peaking right at the right moment. Boom. Done. Boom. Done. And because we're analyzing this and because we're talking and saying we're concerned, he's probably going to drop 18 points against Indiana. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Reverse psychology. Bang, boom. But you don't bench him. I, I don't. I wouldn't even consider that. No, I mean, use him when you can. If he's he's producing and he's doing something, then that's good. It, it, and I don't think Tommy Lloyd's even considering benching him either. Good. All right. Well, Arizona is shooting a lot of threes. Uh, that is a plus. The minus is that not a lot of them are going in. Is this something to worry about? Well, the thing was, like, against Utah, I felt like they forced the issue. Against Cal, I felt that most of them were open. They had one play in the second half where the ball movement was as good as I've seen in college basketball this year. And I watch a lot of college basketball. And Courtney Ramey just missed the open three. And if that three goes in, you're like, oh, shit, that play was awesome. Because the ball movement was fantastic. And Tommy Lloyd basically said, you know, it's kind of similar. They were open and you have the confidence, like, you know, you can't coach a three-point shot to go in. And he said that... And he, he made a good point. He said earlier in the season when they were going in, it's not like I was saying, hey, please go in. And they were making them. He's like, well, I didn't just say, I didn't just stop saying go in and they stopped going in. That's not how basketball works. Sometimes you get in slumps. Sometimes shots don't go in. Sometimes you have bad teams where shots go in more than usual. Sometimes you have good teams like Arizona was shooting 70% for the season and now they're shooting 49% in the last couple games. It's like the threes aren't going in. But you look at Arizona and you feel confident that there's enough shooters on the team where eventually it'll kind of switch, and instead of 4 for 20, they go 8 for 20. You know, and, and if they do that, it's much better. And so uh, you can't stop telling them to take open threes. It's the ones that are forced that you can stop. But the open ones, like we saw against Cal, you take them, you shoot them. If they don't go in, you keep shooting them, and, and hopefully eventually they do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Well, if you had to choose one concern, what would it be? Well, I know it sounds silly because the bench scored 15 points, but the bench is just bad. I mean, Cedric Henderson had 11. He, he's clearly a good player coming off the bench, and you compliment him. But beyond that, I mean, Henry Vesar had two points, didn't really do anything defensively, only got seven minutes. Kylan Boswell is still young, has been a non-factor. Adema Ball was a little more more aggressive, but right now he's just a three-point shooter. He's not really doing anything else. And, you know, Tommy Lloyd, after the game, said basically his number one priority, he made a list, his number one priority um, is developing a bench. And in order to develop him, you got to play him. And he said he'll, he's more he's confident that eventually later in the season the bench will be there. But the only way that's going to happen is if you play them. And you're going to hit some rough spots, but you're willing to hit the rough spots now if it – pays dividends in February and March. Right. But right now, the bench needs to be developed. It's just not very good. It's very young. There's guys that just aren't ready. Boswell's probably not ready, but he's got to be ready. Vesar, same difference. If you were looking at one guy beyond Cedric Henderson, that's probably more most likely to be ready. It'd be Vesar, but you really ideally need another guard. Adema Ball's got to step up. You know, Adema Ball was one of the best guys in the St. Mary scrimmage. And I know it was a scrimmage, but he was fantastic from what I heard. And then early in the season, you know, you see a little from what he just hasn't really done anything. And he's got to be more aggressive. He's got to play within the offense. And ideally, he's the guy that kind of Boswell. I kind of think he's young. He's 17. You're going to get what you get. Adema Ball is that guy that needs to kind of take it up a notch. All right. After the game, Tommy Lloyd did not seem to be too concerned about much. Kind of laissez-faire. Why is that? Because, you know, he, he said he kind of expected it. Uh, he really, really rode the team when they lost to Utah. Um, it's kind of a, t- a weird time of the year. But they won. I mean, at the end of the day, they won. And and he, he kind of said, look, Cal plays hard. They're not very good, but they play hard. And he said that, you know, a team getting the first win, you kind of feel they play physical and all that. And Devin Askew and, and Thiemann played great, obviously. But statistically, Arizona, you know, wasn't awful. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's just... It's a long season, and I think you can't really blow your top off at this point, you know, of the year. Right, it's December. It's December, and you got to learn a little bit. They won, you move on. Now, if they play like shit against Indiana and lose, you kind of reassess and maybe get angry again. But it's hard to kill them. If you kill them after the loss to Utah, it's hard to kill them after a win. You know what I mean? Right, like we should all be very collectively... It's a win. Happy. It's a win. And it was an expected win, and they won. So the way they did it, all of that stuff, my dad, I love him to death, but he's very critical. He's never happy. He's never happy. Arizona has no defense. The football team never has defense. Yeah, we know that, Dad. But, like, even when Arizona wins, it's still, like, not good enough. And I think as Arizona fans, we're in a bad habit of expecting, like, these high expectations all the time, and even when they win, at the end of the day, on paper, it doesn't matter that Courtney Ramey might have not had the best game because Gary Creesa and Azula Savellas did. Um, it just it's kind of silly uh, to we kind of have an embarrassment of riches around here. We should just take the win and be happy, basically. There you go. There we go, and I get to say that because I'm grumpy because it's raining. Oh, so. With all that being said, we're going to do a Portal Portal podcast. The double P. Portal. Portal. Oh, my God. Shelby portal. just took her top off. It's getting crazy in here. <laughs> portal podcast. Indiana preview coming. 
Dogs are sleeping. It's my birthday. Shelby's birthday. She's, what did I say, 28? Yeah, I'm going younger. 28 would be gross, though. We have like a, a little get-together tomorrow night. we got to do the math. What do you mean? Well, we have a 13-year-old daughter. If I say you're 28, that's just gross. That is weird. You're all over the place. 34? Sure. Happy awesome. 34th birthday <laughs> to my wife, Shelby. Yay. The big three, four. Me, on the other hand. I will say. Arizona's aged me. I'm I have a, I have a little old. sister, and I love her to death. I will say I have people who are surprised. Oh you just shit all over her. I'm no, I did it. All natural. I have people that are surprised that she's my little sister. And I have a cousin who's younger than me, and I had someone tell me today that they assumed he was older than me. So at least... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what age you are, honey. I love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Bear down, everyone. Bear down, Shelby. Bear down all over the world. <clears throat> bear down. No, no, nope, good. Good Just night. bear down. I do want to say something that's um, more poignant than anything, but my high school choir director passed away yesterday. His name was Mr. Lloyd Wren. And I know there are some Flying Wells alum that listen to this podcast. But uh, Mr. Ryan was an amazing man, and I will miss him dearly. Rest in peace, sir. We'll miss you.